Hey, Anna. Hey, Sean. How's it going? It's going great. How are you? Not bad. It's good to be here. I know. It's so good to be here. So what are we up to? Today, maybe a little bit of podcasting. Maybe some love, relationship, dating, maybe some sexy time talk. Nice. Sounds good to me. (laughs) So what else is on your mind? Well, we've had some more listener questions that I wanted to answer, but before that, I'm dying to know more about this podcast link you sent me yesterday. Oh, yeah. Did you get a chance to listen to it? I didn't, so that's why you don't do that very often, so I'm like, Mm -hmm. this has got to be good, so break it down. Let me know. Well, it was interesting. I was actually like heading out for a run yesterday afternoon, and I was looking for something to listen to because, to me, like running is like the most boring thing I can do. (laughs) Right. So I've got to have something to think about, um, yeah. you know, rather than just my own thoughts. Um, while so I wait, go. you didn't want to go back through and listen to all the Anna Kennedy podcast <laughs> Well, I've episodes. already done that multiple <laughs> times. So, um, yeah. Yeah. We've, we're up to, this will be episode nine, by the way. Wow. Yeah. So, um, so there's Tons actually, yeah, there's a That's few to awesome. listen to. awesome. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. Little, okay. But back to it. Little pat on the back there for thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. But I was looking, looking for something to listen to and. Um, I don't know if it's because I subscribe to this podcast. <laughs> do you subscribe to this podcast? <laughs> yeah, by the way? you do. Yeah, of course I do. <laughs> it seems a little odd to like subscribe to a podcast that you're that you do. You no know, way. but um, but like I I I subscribe to it because I want to see. Yeah, how it looks and sounds. How it looks from yeah. like a, a listener a point user of view. Perspective. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, Same. Um, so uh, I don't know if it's because I subscribe to this podcast that. Uh, it Apple came podcasts up. like my podcast app just su- suggested this other podcast but it was called this is dating mm, have you heard of that no no i didn't either and um but i noticed it was produced by i think uh portland public radio i think so okay. it's a public radio okay. uh, produced podcast and so the production quality was obviously going to be pretty pretty high mm-hmm. and uh well-funded uh, Unlike ours, uh, no. Well. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I mean, this is like two friends getting together every couple of weeks. I know, and like, right, right. You know, Eventually, talking. We're gonna but, get there. Yeah, this this is like this one or this uh, this other one is. Yeah, I'm, I'm one with teasing. like an actual producer and a team, and like <laughs> you know, when they read the credits at the end, it's like uh, like sound engineering by like yeah, you know, so or like sound design by so and so. Yeah, and they like, got all the goods. You know, production yeah. by this. Yeah, but um. Okay, so this is dating. This is dating. So I I tap on that podcast and I'm going through and looking at the episodes and it's like a it's like this is kind of a newer thing with Apple Podcasts, but you can as a podcast creator, you can um have like a subscription to your podcast. Okay. Yeah, so like typically it's like 2.99 to subscribe. Yeah. And then what subscribers will get is they'll get like you know, exclusive episodes that you have to be subscribed to in order to to listen to those episodes. You're a paid subscriber. Yeah. So, um, so with the way this team was running this, uh, this is dating the, the, this is dating podcast is like every other episode is a subscription. episode. So, um, so I listened to one of the episodes that wasn't subscription based subscription based Uh and it was called bad first dates. Oh yeah. And that's the one I sent you. I was like, I was like, dude, check this out. <laughs> and I hadn't even heard it at that point, but I was like... This is going to be good. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking of your book and I was like... Oh my like, gosh. Yes. Okay, like, That's why I immediately... Yeah, right. Immediately. Even if it's just, you know, 
to feel like you have someone that you can commiserate with and right. all these bad first dating experiences, bad first date experiences. But, um, but it was actually a pretty fun, fun listen. I'd, uh-huh. I'd recommend it, you know, oh, yeah. after listening to it. But it, so the gist, the gist of the podcast was that, uh, they interview different people who oh, we're going to do that. We so have to do that. Well, first yeah. we got to get through some of the episodes on my book, my dates. We got to talk about that right. a little I, bit. I think it would be cool for you to read a chapter. Yeah. As a, as or a part of one. Yeah. Could, yeah. But uh, as an episode of your, of the podcast. Yeah. Here, that'd be awesome. You know, kind of, but like eventually the, I would love for us to do the same thing. Either we read oh, other people's yeah, bad dates or, right. you know, well, that'd be awesome. we, um, yeah, we could definitely have a guest or two yeah. <laughs> or a hundred. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, you gotta, you should do an audio book. You like make your, make your book an audio book too, by the way. Yeah. So the name of my book, just to plug it yeah. is train wrecks, dumpster fires and shit shows my misadventures on dating apps. Yeah. So it's 14 chapters about, well, 13 about bad dates and mm-hmm. one that's sort of kind of a happy ending i guess you could say yeah not a not a total disaster yeah the rest total disasters yeah. <laughs> it definitely ended on like a bit of a a good a light light yeah, yeah for sure yeah, you weren't running for your life out the front door or anything so was there um, anything in the that specific podcast that like had you well couple couple takeaways from listening to that yeah. one is like yeah it was it was definitely a fun listen so anyone uh-huh. listening to this i would recommend like just look up this is dating okay and uh and look for i think it was episode eight it was okay. called bad first dates um but yeah it was it was entertaining mm-hmm. for sure like definitely entertaining um like some of those dates i was just like like that's crazy you know like you know it's just you know, basically people like on dating apps and, you know, the train wrecks, dumpster fires and shit shows that, they, yeah. you know, link up with. Which so- now seems universal, right? When I first like had this, so I, before the book, I had a journal mm-hmm. and I've always, I've tried to journal, um, you know, like every January where you start a new year and you're like, yeah. okay, I'm going to start journaling my thoughts and right. my wishes, my dreams and my mm-hmm. hopes. And that lasts like a week. And then it falls off. Mm-hmm. So this was the first time I kept a journal for like two years and it was mm-hmm. all about mm-hmm. um, bad dates. So I have to say it is a little comforting in a way to know I'm not the only one, yeah. you know, that's had a series of you yeah. know, bad dates. So right. of, of just terrible first, first yeah. experiences. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, there's, I think that's, uh, that's just like probably everyone is, I think so. I haven't talked to one person who's like, I've had a fantastic journey on dating right. apps. One great date after another. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, no, typically you wouldn't be like, on the dating app still. Like sifting through the garbage in order to like... <laughs> yeah, going through the bad yeah. neighborhood as we've said before. Right. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, like there was this one story about um, this woman who connected with someone on the dating app and they decided to meet for a date and... Uh, I guess the guy immediately got a little kind of dodgy and he was like, Hey, like my, my car's in the shop or something. Can you pick me up? Oh, and then, no. And then it was, um, 
and then they were going to go out to eat and he was like, Hey, like, let's go to this restaurant. And he's like giving her directions. And then he's like, okay, turn here. Like, and she's like here. And like, he's like, yes, like into this parking lot. And it was like a Taco Bell. And then then they like go to the drive through and, and, uh, and he was like, and he like, or like, did he order a hundred? Yes. Have you heard this story? I know this story. You know this story? He ordered a hundred tacos. Yes. And then they took it back to... Her place. His place. Oh, his place. Okay. And... Because he forgot his wallet. Like, I'm saying this in air quotes, but forgot his wallet. He didn't... His car was in the shop, quote unquote. And then they get through the (laughs) drive-thru, though. They've already ordered the tacos. And he's like, oh my gosh. She's like feeling around. He's like, I forgot my wallet. So she spends like $150 on, on like... A hundred tacos. On a hundred tacos. But then what happens back at his place? Well, then they go back to his place, but she walks in and his father's sitting there like in the chair in the park. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He got her to buy food for the whole family or something. (laughs) 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 Yeah, it just like it just turns into like this like, you know, horrible, like slightly scary, like super bizarre. um, Yeah. You know, first date. Well, I actually saw that. Yeah. The real person on TikTok. Right. She did a, um, you know, a TikTok video about it. <laughs> okay. And she mentioned like where she lives. Yeah. And like the Taco Bell she mm-hmm. went to, I think. Mm-hmm. And another woman was like, oh my God, you went on a date with him too? Like he had done that before. Right. So I guess apparently like, like these people connected with each other and they formed a Facebook group where they... <laughs> <laughs> like I've talked all about their um their the Taco Bell hundred hundred Taco Bell this, Club. Yeah, yeah, this person who's I guess no like way. a total psychopath but serial Taco Bell orderer. Yeah. No way. But <laughs> that's amazing. But in the production notes for the show they did mention that the the way they found all these people that they interviewed was on TikTok. Okay. Like, like the producer went yeah, on yeah, TikTok yeah. and dating app yeah, stories. So it makes sense that that, uh, that's where you saw it. Yeah, yeah. That's where I was like, wait, this sounds familiar. Yeah. But there were a couple other ones too where I was where I was like, oh, it's like pretty, pretty entertaining story. But my takeaway was like, dude, like these are pretty good, but um I've heard I've heard better. I've heard fourteen better stories <laughs> or read them. And, you uh, some red flag stories I was, through, Well, I was just like I was totally like, you know, like if anything else, it was just like this like this confirmation that like your book is legit like yeah like a good read a good read yeah and it is entertaining yeah it's a quick read but yeah it's it was, entertaining well, it was like if like npr or whatever is producing this podcast and those were the stories they were coming up with which, yeah come on like let's be honest they were pretty good but like your stories and all of them were no less than <laughs> any of those stories i was like come on like this is like npr quality stuff i one of the stories in the book i'm just gonna say this real quick because it made me think about how they were in the car and he's like go here to this restaurant whatever Mm -hmm. thank god i well i had to ride with my date um it ended up being a short distance Mm -hmm. from from his place to a restaurant back to his place Mm -hmm. so when we left from his place and then we got to the restaurant. It was like two minutes. So I was like, okay, that, that's good. Yeah. But what what happened later on is I did not realize how inebriated he was mm-hmm. until we got back to his place after dinner. Mm-hmm. And I thought even for that 
two-minute drive, yeah. I could have been in serious danger because this guy was lickered up. Oh, wow. Yeah, it like hit him all at one time. Yeah. Um, but that's a good read. Yeah. I think it's... Do you mean that story? That story yeah. is, uh, is is interesting. It's the, I believe it's called The Chef. No, I can't remember. Um, not sure, but that's the one that you mentioned <laughs> yeah. in the introduction to the book, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, that is the one. Yeah. yeah. So um, that right there, when in the, in the introduction, you'll read about the first part of it, and then you go down to the chapter, and yeah. it's there. Well, I would say NPR or PRX needs to... Uh, yeah. Needs to reach out to you. No and, kidding. Uh, <laughs> if, they need, if they need more material. I love it. I would love that. I'd love to sit down and, and talk about it. Mainly because like we say all the time on this podcast, mm. I, in the book too, I want other people to realize they're not alone in the bad dating space. Right. But also about, you know, being open and vulnerable about having those experiences and mm. that's what this podcast is about too so i would be thrilled to be interviewed on a bigger platform where more people could even hear yeah. oh okay it's not just me who keeps having repeated bad dates right, or right. weird interactions or bad behaviors like it's it seems to be more prevalent than i even thought yeah you know when i first got on the dating apps i had no idea how prevalent like this crazy behavior was and i know mm-hmm. it's on both sides too don't get me wrong yeah. Don't get me wrong. Because inevitably, if I'm on a date and it, the question is like, how's it going on the dating apps or what's your take on dating apps? Mm-hmm. We both are like, oh my God, it's a dumpster fire. And yeah. then we sometimes will tell like the worst, you know, dates, mm-hmm. worst dates, best date kind of kind of deal. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think it's also worth, worth saying that like, um, not everyone has chemistry. So like you could be someone's like best first date and, yeah, and, uh, absolutely. just have terrible dates with other people just because right. for some reason it just doesn't, doesn't click. Doesn't jive. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think two dating apps, I think people go on there expecting magic like right away mm-hmm. and you really have to have patience like patience is the name of the game for dating apps. Yeah. If you're going to find somebody that you match with, it's quality. Mm-hmm. If you want like long term, anyway, mm-hmm. that's what I found. I'm still single, and I, yeah. you know, because of it's a long process, right? For me, mm-hmm. true that. True that. Yeah. So, um, so your book is uh, is finished and available now. Yes, uh-huh. and we're hoping to get it on more platforms right now. The mm-hmm. link is in uh, annakennedy.co. Mm-hmm. You can scroll down. My book is there for purchase. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're working with getting it on like Amazon. Yeah, but, I notice it's on Barnes & Noble right now. Right, Yeah, but also I'm, getting a sh- I'm hoping to get a big shipment so that they can order them directly from me. Mm-hmm. If you buy directly from me, you're going to get... Um, some special add-ons that you won't get through like Barnes and Noble oh, or like you'll throw some extra stuff in yeah, the package. Yeah. yeah. Some right sweet on. surprises. That's cool. It's always, yeah. it's always fun to get. Like, I know. I don't even cool want to stuff. talk about it cause I want it to be a surprise. Like I want yeah. someone to get like the book in the mail and be like, Oh my gosh. Right. So I'm excited. It was a really great project and I'm already thinking about volume two, three yeah. and four. <laughs> right. Yikes. Well, I mean volume two for my dates, but then like, from there on, I really want to do other people's stories. You just bet them anymore? No. Well, yeah. <laughs> really, really, really bad for you. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, no, I think I think uh, like you had people be like, oh, I've got a story to add. To every that book. every and, person I've ever talked to yeah. who's been on dating apps mm-hmm. has at least one story, both both male male and female, both sides, mm-hmm. bad behavior, both sides, or crazy dates, or um, so that's actually something eventually I love to put on the website is submit your story here yeah. and then just do like a collection Yeah, because I get a kick out of it. Like hearing some people's stories, you just oh. crying. It's yeah. like hilarious. No, it's super fun. Yeah. Like I think that's why and reason why I enjoyed your book so much was just because yeah. I was just like half yeah, like, cringing, half laughing. Yeah. Yeah. It's good and times. Like, just what a, what a rolling, um, a rolling disaster. That is. <laughs> the thing going back to this podcast, like the thing I didn't understand is like, there were so many red flags along the way. Like, yeah, you know, like when the guy orders a hundred tacos at the drive right? and then she pays for it. Like, like why does she go back to his house after that? Like that's like, that. well, wait, back up. First of all, if he's ordering a hundred tacos, mm-hmm. I would say you got a mouse in your pocket. Like, right. how are we going to eat a hundred tacos between two people? That's ins- it's insanity. Yeah, and and uh, I'm really hungry. <laughs> he says, right. <laughs> but um, like I yeah, I just I don't I don't get like why it even went that far, you know, or why it went that far at the end. But I guess you've had these kinds of similar experiences where it's like, just stop. Like why? why did, yeah. I <laughs> yeah. mean, so what, what is it that, um, uh, I, I that, will tell that, you, I think we get caught up as humans. We get caught up in like the potential, mm-hmm. like maybe the, the fairy tale of that person and what our life might look like so that it's almost like beer goggles, mm-hmm. you know, like when you mm-hmm. drink the better looking people get her like this is, it's almost like you get like these dating app goggles on mm-hmm. where like in the real world, in real life, maybe you would be like, what? That's weird. Yeah. Like, you know, but on a dating app, um, it doesn't seem as off base. I know I had, it's in the book actually is where I did meet someone for a date and he drove his own car, but mm-hmm. he had to go back to work. And he was like, hey, um, let's go do a yoga class together. Come by and pick me up at my apartment. Mm-hmm. I did not think twice about it because I'd met him. He seemed like a nice guy. Mm-hmm. And all I was doing was picking him up. Mm-hmm. And then that ends up being almost, I almost got violated and you know in that chapter of my book because I went up to the door and he grabbed me inside. Yeah. It was like an assault. It was, yeah. So yeah. hindsight 2020 I should have said oh no I'll just meet you there Mm -hmm. and always until you know someone be in control of like you know your circumstances so I really think it's the I'm thinking at that time I was really naive number Mm -hmm. one in terms of the the dating app game I Mm -hmm. didn't know any better yeah and secondly I think I met him he was cute he seemed to have his you know shit together mm-hmm. and so it's like you turn off like the reasoning the prefrontal cortex or right, something right well I I guess like in dating like you do have to suspend your critical judgment a little bit because you otherwise you would never go on dates you'd ne- or you'd never find out about like what True. the other person is like yeah. but then it's almost like that is the time when you should be using mm-hmm, your mm-hmm. critical judgment abilities to their maximum, you know? Yeah, I wonder if, like, our brains, I'm just thinking of this, I bet you our brains, like, flood certain chemicals, mm-hmm. you know, like the love hormones or whatever, mm-hmm. where you really are, like, bl- blinded. 
you know, like love yeah, blind or right, whatever they call right. it. Well, so it's I a can, cliche for yeah for a reason. I know. Yeah, that's so interesting. Yeah, yeah. that's so funny. Mm. So the book, the book's on online now. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it's available for pre-order on if you buy it from me because mm-hmm. I haven't got my books in. By the time this episode's out, I probably will have them in stock, mm-hmm. and then so maybe not a not too long of a wait if yeah. they order through your website exactly. Yeah. And then, and it's available on I think Borders, Barnes and Noble. Oh, Barnes and Noble. Yeah, Barnes and Noble. I know I saw it on Barnes and Noble. Um, and we're working towards um, getting it on Amazon on too. Amazon. So yeah. we'll we'll be getting it out to as many places as we can. All right. Yeah. So cool. I'm excited. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that book was a huge project for you. I know we talked quite a bit about it and mm-hmm. um, labor of love. Yeah, I definitely sure. saw the sort of uh, the writer's uh, agony that you went through to to finish that. Yeah, um, it's not is. Theoretically, it seems so easy that you just put your thoughts down on paper and then publish yeah, it. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, when you are self-publishing a book, I mean, even down to, you know, formatting and, and all that good stuff. It's, mm-hmm. it's like I said, it's a labor of love. I'm so glad I did it because now I know how to do it. Mm-hmm. And I w- I've always been told I'm a good writer. So mm-hmm. this just was kind of a dream come true for me to take something that was literally ideas mm-hmm or real real life ideas that happen put them on paper type them up like legit they were handwritten yeah. in a in a journal yeah notebook yeah. and you know what we were talking about is maybe like version 2.0 cuz i actually have like some mementos from the dates so like i should take pictures of them oh, or right. you know like texts and different things that kind of mm. <laughs> bring the whole yeah give it like a little bit of a scrapbook look yeah like in the middle how there'll be like pictures yeah in the middle of a book yeah that'd be cool yeah it would be cool so so what's uh what's next now that you've kind of got that yeah. completed like what are you what are you working on now so the next big project i'm super excited about is having so I do photography, mm-hmm. some spice, sometimes spicy, and I am on uh, another platform. I am on OnlyFans, mm-hmm. and um, if a listener isn't familiar with OnlyFans, you can either it's subscription based. Your subscription, my subscription to my platform, my profile is free, mm-hmm. and then I send out what's called pay per view, which means I send out photo sets like mm-hmm. twice a week, mm-hmm. and then the the subscriber can pick which ones they want to buy or not. Some um, creators have, you pay a subscription and then you get all the content all, all month long. So mm-hmm. what I'm designing is on my AnnaKennedy.co, on my website, is a, a shopping cart technology where they can buy all of my photo sets. Mm-hmm. So when you first join OnlyFans to see my profile, you don't get to see the past sets of, of photography, the photos. Yeah. So this will be a one-stop shop for all Anna Kennedy merchandise. Okay. So the book's going to be on there. Mm-hmm. The photo sets are going to be on there. And I'm also, my after we get the website up and running, the shopping cart portion of it, then I'm going to work on a calendar, oh, cool. which will be available for purchase. Yeah. So like an 18-month Anna Kennedy calendar. Right, right. So lots of merch and stuff in the works. Right on. But it takes time, you know? Yeah. No, Sometimes no. I got to sleep during the day right. <laughs> at some point, so. Well, um, it uh, make it look easy sometimes, but there's a lot of work that yeah. goes on behind Even the scenes. Even the photo shoots, are it's a lot of work. Are they? I produce, like, I have a photographer, but mm-hmm. I 
pick the location. I pick the outfits. I'm I'm pretty much in charge of the entire shoot except for the for the picture taking process. Mm-hmm. And then even afterwards. So I do all of my own marketing, merchandising. I do mm. all of it. Mm. So I'm like a one-man, one-man show. Yeah. One-woman one, one one, band. One-person show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I do have wow. a lot of help. Yeah. You know, in terms of uh, production and right. and um, with the book and the photography and the website. Mm. I do have help. I can't do all of it, but, you know, I do a lot of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. So online store basically. Yeah. It's on your website. So I, you've shown me your OnlyFans profile, but mm-hmm. um, I don't, I don't. No offense, but I've never actually looked at it. <laughs> um, but you say the way it works is like you can only see what the most recent content was. Yeah. So there, like I always post on my like home feed. Mm-hmm. It'll be a picture of like what I'm going to be sending. I send it through the DMs, the direct messages, yeah. the photo set. So mm-hmm. I'll have like a kind of a teaser picture mm-hmm. and then I will send out the sets. So if you are new and you subscribe, you're going to see the teaser pictures in the main profile, mm-hmm. but you kind of have to wait for me to send out the sets. I call them like set, like I drops. I do like two yeah. photo drops a yeah. week. But I have a lot of people saying, what else can I see? Like, what else do you have? Mm. And so it was through, um, like, customer demand, if you will. Like, the fans were asking for access to all of my content. I see. So we have... um, And and you can't just, like, you can't just see it as, like, here's the catalog of content that I produce. No, not on OnlyFans. They don't, it's really, they don't make it... It seems like they would make it that way. Yeah, I don't know. They they don't. And so... um, I'm a kind of gal that figures things out. And so if I have requests, enough requests like that, and it just seems Mm -hmm. like the best like evolution of, of where I'm going anyway, which is that they can get it all, um, on my website. So, um, yeah, that's what I'm working on. It's a lot of work. It's Mm -hmm. a lot of details, Mm -hmm. but I'm excited because it'll be like a catalog. It'll be like an Anna Kennedy catalog of all of my photo sets. And I think I'm up to like man 45 or 50 oh wow, that's a, that's lot. a lot you know we're going to start out with the first like 10 or 12 yeah and then adam okay um so there will be lots of anna to see yeah, mm. yeah. and I, I guess more more to more to follow oh yeah mm-hmm. obviously right we'll keep everybody updated well, good for, for sure. you mm-hmm. right on oh yeah and they should subscribe to my newsletter oh because my newsletter which the sign up form is on anna kennedy.co mm-hmm. that is a really good way to stay um, in touch to where yeah. I will stay in touch with you. I yeah. don't spam or anything. And I always, you know, present a really beautiful picture yeah. as a little thank you for subscribing. And then I'll right. put all the, the details in there. Right. Mm-hmm. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. Sexy. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right. We well, mentioned, uh, emails, right? Yes. Listener we emails? get, um, listener questions. Yeah. We, so there's another place on my website where you could submit a question or a comment mm-hmm. And we've had some really great questions submitted that we've kind of tackled. Last podcast, we did um, What Do Women Want? Mm-hmm. A whole podcast about that. Yeah, solved the mystery. <laughs> we, it's, it's done, people. Like, listen to that podcast. Right, and we answered the biggest question in the universe. We wrapped it up with a bow. Yeah. Um, we've also answered um, how long should you wait before dating again or after you've been in like a long-term relationship, mm-hmm. like a marriage. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. And then we did answer, there was a question about threesomes mm-hmm. and or throuples and had, mm-hmm. you know, we talked about that. But today's question um, comes from a listener, listener in Arcadia, California. Arcadia, California, Los mm-hmm. Angeles area. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been to Los Angeles? 
I have not. I've been to San Diego. Yeah, that's but, a good place too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Different energy than L.A. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've had family go to L.A. and they they loved it. Yeah, I don't know if they wanted to live there, but they loved visiting it. So if you were to go to L.A. or live in L.A., how would you how would, how do you, how would you see yourself? L.A.'s got got a lot to offer. Yeah, beaches, beaches and hills. Beaches and hills. Yeah, not in L.A. Near nearby. Pretty much, L.A.'s a big area, but yeah, it sounds kind of cool. Um, <laughs> bit city it's a bit beachy it's a bit you know there's mountains on the east yeah, side that sounds um it's kind a of bit amazing of, you know there used to be quite a bit of country out there too but less now i but. am a country girl myself i mm. actually grew up the first decade or so of my life at the beach and then in the country for the the rest of it so yeah. you know there's sometimes where i really think i want to be a city girl mm. i'm all about it like when yeah. i go on photo shoot you know trips yeah, to yeah, different places yeah. and a lot of times it's in a more like a city type area urban environment urban and i'm yeah. like oh like i just got back from a photo shoot and i did we had to drag everything to the second floor through the elevator and lock mm-hmm. this and, mm-hmm. and i thought my word i don't know if i want to live right. you know um in the city so yeah. that's a really good question i think to live somewhere that you could get to mountains and the beach but also live in like a really lively urban area. It sounds mm-hmm. kind of amazing, mm-hmm. but I don't know yet. So, yeah, yeah. Have you ever lived a city, like big city? Yeah, big city. Yeah, living? yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, many times. And did you like it? Um, yeah, definitely. Um, Pros like and I've, cons, eh? Like city's really dirty. Um, you know, it's compressed. You know, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of space sometimes yeah see i'm used to space i grew up Um, on several acres of land so yeah it sounds good in theory to me but i'm really not sure yeah Yeah, i've definitely had chapters in my life where it was like very very urban Mm -hmm. you know definitely do like the inner Mm -hmm. city thing and then and then um but yeah it's not it's it's not i don't think it's completely my style yeah i think if i were la i'd probably live in one of the beach communities yeah yeah that makes sense i know my first thought when you said that is beach yeah. But because I love water, mm-hmm. I'm a water baby. Yeah. But I have to say, I love a river too. So if I lived in mm-hmm. the mountains near water, like on a river near a river, something lake. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think I would want to live in a big city without access to like water, just because I grew up around it. Yeah. And it's kind of like my homeostasis has always been around water. Yeah. So it's feng shui. Yeah. yeah. Let's feng shui our way into this right. <laughs> this question. All right. So what's the <laughs> That was a good segue. Bravo. What is the question? Uh, The question is, would love your insights on emotional infidelity in that giving another man while you're in a relationship everything except sex, is that a red flag? Hmm. Like having a work husband or a work wife. Like if someone has a work wife or a work work husband, should that be a red flag? So is that like a two-part question? Like, or is the work husband work wife just an example of emotional infidelity Uh, my guess is this person is possibly dealing with this situation yeah or know someone who is yeah and my guess is it's a work husband work wife situation and bottom line is is that a red flag yeah um which i've seen in movies you know you see and you hear about it Mm -hmm. is it a red flag um I think yes, definitely my first instinct is to say, if I found out that my significant other worked long, long hours, Mm. 
and wasn't upfront too about working with a coworker who was of like the opposite sex mm. and, and or married, not married. Like if I didn't know the situation, all of a sudden mm. it's out of nowhere. It's like, oh, um, I find out, yeah. you know, that my partner is spending a lot of time with this one person. Yeah, uh, My background is in mental health, mm. you know, and counseling. So mm. right away I'd be like, okay, there's something more to the story. Yeah. Like there's something more going on. Yeah. Yeah. And, and typically if, if you are getting it from somebody else and not from home, I mean, obviously that that's an issue. That's a bigger yeah. issue than, than it being a work wife or a work husband. Mm-hmm. Because if you were getting it, quote yeah. unquote, at home, yeah. maybe it wouldn't even occur to you. Right. That you would need that, you know, type of relationship anywhere out, outside the home. So wait, are you saying if, if someone's seeking seeking relationship or connection outside of their relationship at home, Mm -hmm. then maybe they're just, they're missing something at home. And so they're seeking outside to get it. Yeah. So, I mean, if you break it down, you think about it. Mm -hmm. If, if I had a partner, let's say that worked at a law firm. Yeah. Right. And you know, lawyers work long hours and, Mm -hmm. and I found out that, um, you know, his assistant was there all the time, his secretary's assistant. And it's, you know, they're working 70 hours side by side. Mm -hmm. If, our relationship at home, if his <laughs> cup is not, or bucket, I forget what people call mm-hmm. it, like, um, you know, if, you, if, you're, if you're a bucket of love, what is that saying? Um, no, tell me. Yeah, they're, like, if you're not getting your love tank, I think that's mm-hmm. what they call it. Like, mm-hmm. if your tank is not full at home mm-hmm. of love, companionship, sex, intimacy, you know, physical intimacy, uh, emotional in- intimacy, and then you are around another person who's giving you all that except for sex, mm-hmm that's an issue that means that you you weren't getting it at home enough so then you were more susceptible to Mm. entering into like that sketchy territory at work right yeah so like if you're um if you're kind of dissatisfied with what you've got then the other options look that much more attractive yeah like if i was totally satisfied at home Mm -hmm. it, it wouldn't like it wouldn't even be an option to me yeah you know what i mean yeah well, have you ever have you ever been that person who Mm-mm. like forms a work relationship and I mean, that is that is definitely some moccasins I've not walked a mile in. Mm-hmm. Um I've always owned my own businesses and yeah. uh, most of my businesses were when I was married. Mm-hmm. So we lived together, worked together, were around each other, mm-hmm. you know, twenty four seven. So yeah. no, I've not had that um you know, when that happens. I, I know it probably happens a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and now that I'm older and a little bit wiser, like I, I don't think I would react the same way if I were younger and I found out that was my partner was doing that, I would probably just lose my shit immediately and get very emotional and, and I wouldn't even think about, well, wait a minute, what's my part? Like, why did this even happen? Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. now being older and wiser and having some schooling, I would immediately, of course, be hurt, but then I would really have to step back and say, okay, what is what is happening at home mm-hmm. that, you know, he's getting it or wants it or need, you know, needs it and is yeah. getting it somewhere other than at home mm-hmm. with me. Mm-hmm. I would really have to do some self-reflection there. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Like, mm-hmm. um, things aren't always great in any relationship, even the best ones. Correct. Like you have ups and downs and hard times and easy times. Mm-hmm. So when, times get tough and they always do yeah. for any relationship that lasts. Yeah. Um, 
you know, there will be those like, like stretches of time where like, you're just not happy together. Yes. Been there. You know, and, um, so like how, how do you, like, what do you think of, you know, that kind of like emotional infidelity in times like that, you know, is it justified? I guess what I'm really asking yeah, is, that's is what you're it, like, at. you're, you're saying like, okay, like if they're unsatisfied, if they're like, you know, reservoir of love isn't being filled, you know, with their partner, then, you know, they're going to look outside mm-hmm. of their relationship in order to, you know, um, get the love and attention and, you know, acceptance that they want. But like, is it okay or is it justified to do that? Just knowing that any relationship is not going to be easy all the time. It's not always going to be great. And there will be times when you, you're, you're not getting that kind of, you know, that kind of like love and acceptance mm-hmm. or whatever it is you want yeah. um, from your partner. Right. Like, so like, no. You, let me just say immediate my immediately no i don't think that it is ever mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. that you are in a long term or, or whatever term whatever length your, yeah. your relationship is and it's yeah. monogamous mm-hmm. and it's known that it's monogamous mm-hmm. right it's not okay to be seeking emotional there there's a difference between like you got a friend at work who you can mm-hmm. kvetch to and mm-hmm. complain and it's like you know yeah. that's different. Yeah. But if you find yourself in a situation where you're almost I mean this person said work wife or work husband yeah. which that means okay everything but sex. Mm-hmm. That's an issue for me because yeah. that means that guess who so if my partner was getting it at the office everything mm-hmm. but sex right mm-hmm. They're getting what they need and then they come home. Do you think they're going to give, want to work on our marriage when mm-hmm. they get our, our relationship when we get home? Mm-hmm. No, they're, they're getting their bucket filled at work and mm-hmm. then they're coming home mm-hmm. and probably not being upfront about, mm-hmm. you know, right. um, what they're getting at work. Yeah. But again, it go to me, it all comes down to communication. Mm-hmm. And I, what I, what I know now, I wish I would have known when I was married. Um, and I do take responsibility too. I mean, mm-hmm. I was in a marriage of two people. I cannot put all of the blame, sure. you know, on him. But yeah. our problem was he was uncomfortable talking about anything that was uh, emotionally uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So any un- uncomfortable emotions that would come up due to our marriage, you know, stress or kids or whatever, he just did. He was so uncomfortable with it. He mm-hmm. would pretend like it wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And so, um, avoid it. Avo- yeah, we'd avoid it. Right. So in a way I could see where had I been in a relation, you know, in a work environment where maybe somebody I could talk to like that, mm-hmm. I could see like how people do that, how they catch feelings as oh, they say. Right. Because I can't talk about this with my partner. Yeah. So, but, you yeah. Know, yeah. Like- so I'm saying. I could see how people get into that mm-hmm. for sure, especially mm-hmm. because I do remember times where, you know, I was so lonely inside of a marriage. Yeah. I, I don't know like I what I would have done then, but I know now what it came down to is we did not communicate mm-hmm. very well mm-hmm. and definitely in terms of um, uncomfortable emotions. Mm-hmm. And I wish we had learned how to do that. Mm-hmm. I, I wish we had before it got to, so we went to marriage counseling, but by the time couples go to marriage counseling, yeah, it's usually pretty, pretty late. bad. It's yeah, too late. Right. 
and and then it's got you got resentment in there or mm. ap, you know apathy you just don't even care yeah but i wish we had gone and learned how to communicate and the one of the things that i think people couples do is instead of saying this is how, this is how you're making me feel this is the story i have in my head right now of what you're saying to me mm-hmm. like and saying it sounds to me like you're saying I'm doing this wrong and I'm doing that wrong and I'm feeling really attacked right now. And then the other person gets to say, oh, wow, that's not what I meant at all. Mm-hmm. I'm frustrated too. And Or they get to say, you got that exactly right. You were listening to me and mm-hmm. we need to fix that. Mm-hmm. So I think these work, work wife, work husband situations, my guess is there's no communicating at home. Mm-hmm. Whether it's little kids, like they're just legit is no time. Yeah. But they are not having the conversations they need to have to fulfill their needs. Right, right. You know, for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. And like, let's be honest, like you do have to have those kinds of conversations in order to feel, you know, connection and, Mm -hmm. you know, and like alignment and synergy with someone else. And when you're having those kinds of conversations at work with a colleague and solving filtered, problems all day. Right? You can filter the content to... Well, you can put on your best face yeah, at work exactly. and they don't see you at, Exa- your, at right. your worst. They right? don't see the other side of it. They're right. only hearing like your side. And, right. They don't um, hear the, the problems, yeah. But honestly, I think I think everybody knows it's wrong. Sure. If you were really to sit there and think, I think they justify, like to your question, yeah. they might justify it that, well, I don't get it at home. Therefore, I'm getting it here, and that'll make my relationship back home better. Mm-hmm. But people know it's wrong. Mm-hmm. People know it's a red flag. If you're catching feelings at work for someone that is not your partner, yeah. it's a red flag. And I think most people know that. It's just the justifying mm-hmm. uh, of it, you know. Sure, sure. Like there's, there's, there would definitely be like some some mental gymnastics involved in order to make yeah. it, make it okay. And I'm for sure not, I'm not um, passing judgment because I mm. have not been in that situation. Mm. And I am saying I can see very easily how that happens. Yeah. I'm just saying that to me, I I think it's, you know, it's a problem. Yeah. You know, if that were in, if th- that happened to me and I found out about it now being mm-hmm. older, I definitely would reflect on my relationship with my partner and find out, is it repairable? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. can do we have the tools as a couple to sit down and work this out before like it the, did turn sexual? I mean, I mean like the emotional tools. And people talk about how the emotional affair is sometimes worse. Mm-hmm. You hear like mm-hmm. um, partners who have been cheated on. They're like, it wasn't even about the sex that bothered me. It was the fact that they confided in this other person and oh, right. they got to hear the things that I needed to hear and yeah. wanted to hear. I didn't get any of that. Yeah. yeah so you've heard it, um, heard it said like, uh, you know, like when when confronted about an affair, mm-hmm. like men will ask, you know, did you have sex with him? You know, but right. women, but women will ask, Do did you, you love, love her? Yeah, did you yeah. Lo- exactly? Right. Yeah. So that tells you right there the difference too. Mm-hmm. Did you have sex with him? Did you love? Him? Oh yeah, that's so true. Mm-hmm. What do you think about if it, it's a red flag? Do you think it's a red flag? Um. Yeah, but with conditions, right? So, <laughs> with caveats. <laughs> oh wait, here we go. Let's no. let's go into the justification stage. Well, I, I think it's I think it like really comes down to like what's the like what's the understanding between 
you know, between which, the couple, right? That's communication. Like, yeah. So, yeah, basic you know, communication. if like the, you know, if the conditions of their relationship are like, yeah, like we're cool. Like, you know, I don't care. Like people kind of like build their relationship however they want to have it. And if they're okay with that with each other. But do you really in your heart of hearts think that's healthy? I don't think many people talk about it. And so like probably more often than not when this kind of thing happens, like when these like work situations kind of begin to turn into something more than just yeah. a colleague to colleague relationship, but but a deeper friendship. Yeah, that that is probably something that people haven't discussed with their spouse or or mm-hmm. partner. Mm-hmm at home and hey by and the way would it be okay if i have an emotional affair with Susie at the bank where i work because yeah. <laughs> you're here with the three kids and you're tired when i get home yeah. and i don't want to talk to you and you don't want to talk to me right like but, well no i just i like not to you know like i just think that honesty and transparency is probably the the more important thing yeah 100 percent. and if like you know you're partner or significant other is okay with you know the relationship you have with someone else then yeah that's you know I guess that's up to that's between you and them right yeah now me personally mm-hmm. I would not I would not like it um and I wouldn't do that to someone else and okay I would love I, to hear I would definitely think it was a red flag if it if it came up I would love to probably more than a red flag to hear because I'm a woman. Yeah. Oh, an, uh, if there's a woman out there who is completely okay and emotionally stable and just is okay with knowing her husband or significant other partner mm-hmm. is indeed spending more time, effort, energy, um, giving that other person everything but sex. Yeah. And that wife is okay all the way around with that kind of relationship. I would love to hear somebody who has su- successfully navigated that, that yeah. there isn't um, animosity, mm-hmm. jealousy. Mm-hmm. There's none of those messy, uncomfortable relationships. They're yeah. just like, yeah, Bob goes to work. Um, he spends most of his day with Susie. Right. And then he comes home here, and then we have our great marriage. You know, like, mm-hmm. I would love to... That sounds like a fairy tale to me. Yeah, I think it's it works better in theory than in practice. Yeah. It's definitely one of these kind of like uh, like modern love fairy tales. Right. That, um, you know, people, I just don't personally. Right. I don't see it. Yeah, I don't think most people are wired to. Women uh, especially are not wired yeah. for that. But let me tell you, it also goes both ways. You know, so as the man, I've been in relationships where, like, you know, for one, like I was in grad school, I was super busy, I didn't have any time, mm-hmm. and you know, the woman I was with, you know. Um, you know, had her circle of friends who I was not a part of. And okay. Yeah, like I mean, like I ultimately got cheated on in that, and it, oh. and it sucked, you know. And it was, but you know, that didn't. It didn't start with just cheating. I mean, it was like a. And an I'm taking it. She didn't come home and say, "I'm not feeling fulfilled in this relationship." And if you don't step, if we don't figure this out, then no, no. you know, there's no, a guy I've been eyeing right, <laughs> in that group. Right. Yeah. yeah. And like huge disclosure there. Like. I should probably edit that out, but I mean, like, um, like, yeah, like, I mean, like it was, it was a situation that was like, it sucked. Like it was awful and, mm-hmm. um, it hurt a lot. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, like I think that, you know, I think women do it 
you know, just as much as men. Oh, right. Do I it think as it well. happens it's on not about, both sides. You know, it's not about yeah. like, you know, some wife who's, you know, at home with kids and the husband mm-hmm. is out, you know, cruising, you know, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. like, it goes, it definitely is behavior that goes both ways. And, and, uh, I know I'm speaking as a female who has never cheated on any of my partners. Right. Likewise, and, yeah. And if I was cheated on, I, I honestly didn't know about it, especially yeah. like in my 23 year marriage. Right. I mean, that would, was hidden really well if that, if that mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. So I, again, I, I haven't walked a mile in someone's shoes who is either suspicious that that's happening, yeah. you know, and, or they are the one entering in that kind of work relationship. Yeah. So, you know, it was a question that came up that I thought was a really good question. Mm-hmm. And you could probably spend hours talking about it. Cause again, like we were saying at the beginning, my first instincts, like, yes, that's a red flag period. Right. End of story. Yeah. We're done. Yeah. But I, to your, to your point, sometimes there are, you know, yeah. circumstances. I don't think it's, I mean, people can design their relationships however yeah. they want. And as long as it's understood between them that it's okay, then sure. Why not? Like everybody can do their own thing, right? right. It's a free world. But I think that what's wrong about it is the sort of secrecy, uh, deception and yeah. The secrecy yeah, exactly. and the betrayal of trust. Yep. And I when, s- when you've set a precondition with someone that your relationship is going to be and will continue to be one way mm-hmm. and then, mm-hmm. you know, and then they act as if it isn't. And yeah, I think there's, that's wrong. That reminds me of, um, it's a, it's a kind of lying. Yeah. On, uh, you know, cause I'm still on the dating apps, unfortunately. And one thing I see more and more of is profiles that say, um, I'm in an ethically monogamous, non-monogamous, ethical non-monogamy. Oh yeah. Tell me about that. Yeah. Where, where they're, and, and at least they're open about it so I can mm-hmm. swipe what is it left and say, no, thank you. But it's where they're open. They're saying I am in an open relationship with Mm -hmm. someone else. Mm -hmm. That person knows. Mm -hmm. And now I'm on the dating apps looking for a second person. Yeah. And, and it doesn't, you know, I've only asked like one, does that mean you want a threesome? Here we are back to the throuple Mm -hmm. and it, no, like it's two separate relationships. They have maybe they're, you know, just kind of like this question. They have, their significant other at home and then they have someone else that they um basically have a sexual relationship with Mm -hmm. another relationship with Mm -hmm. so to me that sounds exhausting number one sustainable again to your point that people can design their life the way they want it it wouldn't be for me Mm -hmm. because i'm a woman and eventually i'm gonna be like wait so do you like her more than me why Mm -hmm. do you need her not me Mm -hmm. you know like i just don't think i'm built to be like yeah sure you know go ahead and and be on the dating apps while you're married to me like that but again i do um appreciate at least they're honest about it Mm -hmm. because there's some people who don't they're just out. They're cheating. Yeah, they're flat sneaky. out. They're yeah. just you know, they're yeah. just cheating on their their significant other. So right. What's the website? Ashley Madison. Oh yeah, yeah. I Have guess you ever gone on there? No, uh, <laughs> no. But I know it got hacked into, and right. then all these like famous people got yeah. busted for. Like everyone got revealed. They got yeah, some some apologies there. <laughs> it, was, it was like a dating website for uh, married people yeah. looking to cheat on their spouses. I right? know it. Like that's well. Yeah. There's a there's a 
app for or a website for everybody. For so me, yeah, yeah, just not just not me, not where I'm at. That's one thing I disclose right away on uh, on dating apps mm-hmm. is I will they'll say, well, what are you looking for? And before I'd kind of like him and haw or whatever. Now I'm like I I have like a you know exactly what I want. Yeah. And I basically I'm looking for a long term monogamous relationship. Mm-hmm. I know that doesn't happen right away. I'm not yeah. looking to get married or again if ever. Yeah. Um, but I'm pretty adamant about, and I'll say I am not into sharing. I'm not good at sharing, yeah. and I definitely am not into the um, ethical non-monogamy. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I've had men say I'm the same way. I've had men unmatch me, mm-hmm. you know, immediately yeah. because I I'm that determined right. in what I want and don't want. I don't for some reason that you know, right. freaks them out. But yeah. um, like life is too short. Yeah, and um, so. I'm just not, life's too short not to say exactly what you want up front and then let the other person decide. Yeah. I don't know if it's just being like getting older and so people are just more comfortable kind of being direct in Mm -hmm. their communication or if it's something that's actually happening more and more now because of the way dating apps are changing culture. But uh, the first time someone just kind of came right out and asked me, like, what are you looking for in a relationship? Yeah. It it almost, like, set me back on my heels a little bit. Like, oh. I was like, whoa, like, whoa. not prepared for yeah. like that. Yeah, or, like, easy, easy yeah, there, yeah, cowgirl. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> but uh, but it's, it's almost like just if you're going to be dating, you should probably be prepared to answer that question and, and answer and here, it It's kind quickly. of like a filter, though. Because if they're mm-hmm. if they're not interested in long term, if they're not interested in monogamy, mm-hmm. that that's cool with me. Mm-hmm. You know, then move, then don't match with me or mm-hmm. or you know unmatch me. I that's yeah. I don't have a problem with that. Right. I do get more compliments than anything about it. They'll right. say this is really refreshing mm-hmm. that you know what you want, what you don't want, mm-hmm. and you're expressing it. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of times women like they don't express that in the beginning and in you know it happens on both sides but i feel like women sometimes will suppress what they really want yeah. just to get the dates right. and then you know it ends up kind of backfiring on them right and right. you waste a lot of time mm-hmm. such a time suck dating apps are such a time suck anyway mm-hmm. on my profile right now mm-hmm. i say in one of my prompts i only match with one or two men at a time mm-hmm. out of respect for your time and mine mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. period mm-hmm. so i'm not busy you know having 15 people in my queue and then trying to breadcrumb each one of them yeah you know i get to know someone fairly quickly move to you know uh, facetime or messaging or preferably meeting up mm-hmm. you know and go from there so yeah. anywho so that was a really good question from um, a listener in Arcadia, California. Yeah, we appreciate and love, love, love getting questions and comments and uh, show ideas. For sure. Yeah. So. For sure. Mm-hmm. So um, how how can someone send a question? Yeah. So once again, trying to make AnnaKennedy.co, that's C-O, mm-hmm. your one-stop place shop for um, getting a hold of me and seeing my content so on my website is all of my social media Mm -hmm. links um, also my link to OnlyFans Mm -hmm. and a place to buy my book Mm -hmm. and there's also a place to subscribe to the newsletter Mm -hmm. and then finally there is a um, 
a spot where you can go in and submit your question or comment or idea, and that goes directly to my inbox. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. So you read those, you read those emails and Absolutely. questions. And I sure do. Right yeah. On. We have a, we get them a couple of week mm-hmm. and then we kind of put them in the queue for uh, what we want to talk about on the podcast. And yeah. I love being interactive with my fans and followers. Um, I've done a couple live Instagram lives. Yeah. How's that? So, oh man. I was so nervous at first. I was sweating, yeah. but it, it was so much fun. I wish like you know, in my heart of hearts, I wish I could be in a room with my fans and we could mm-hmm. like see each other and talk mm-hmm. because it's only kind of one way. Like they're, they're asking questions in the feed. So it's like a, a, a feed of questions, yeah. like a scroll of questions. Mm-hmm. It moves so fast mm-hmm. so that I can't read it all at the, at one time, everyone's questions. So, yeah. but I loved it. I loved them getting to see me and hear me talk at the same time mm. and kind of get to know me a little better. So mm. I'll probably do more of those too. What did you talk about? Was it just like a Q&A kind of thing? Well, I just got on there at first I wanted to know where everybody was from. Like, mm-hmm. you know, tell me where you're from. And so I got to see like all over the world. Thank you very much. Wow. So awesome. Yeah. And then they would ask me questions like, um, people always want to know how tall I am. <laughs> right. Seven foot two. Yeah, like right. I'm a tiny girl. I'm only I'm five four, mm-hmm. but in my stilettos I'm five. I'm four. No, five, five four, five eight. <laughs> I'm not great with math five, right now. Five four, <laughs> five four, and then five eight when I wear my stilettos. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That was the one question. Now I'm blushing. I think you, um, you'd uh, be same height as Spud Webb, right? <laughs> <laughs> the NBA. <laughs> he was a little shorty. Um, <laughs> I could dunk though. Yeah. Whatever happened to him? I don't. God, I didn't remember that name until you just brought it up. First thing I'm going to Google. I know. I'm Googling right now. So, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) And when it comes to the podcast, how our listeners can help is uh, subscribe, rate, leave a review. Um, That helps other people find us. And um, I get a kick out of reading the reviews too. I love love reading it subscribing definitely puts on the map yeah uh, rating definitely puts us on the map too yeah and uh and i think uh you know it costs absolutely nothing to write a nice review that's a good um, point but uh that would be uh worth gold in terms of right. uh, the motivation it would provide to do this further yeah i just remember the last last thing before we mm-hmm. go is I did finally, at the request of fans and subscribers, mm-hmm. my Cash App and my Venmo is on there. On your website? On my website. Some people wanted to leave tips, like okay. a love tip for the podcast or just in general. Right. So I did want to throw cool. that in there. Yeah. Right on. Mm-hmm. All right. So AnnaKennedy.co. It's got all all of it in that. Links to everything. And we're working on behind the scenes to make an even new and improved website. I'm super excited. So you'll, what, have the online store by the time this podcast drops. I hope so, so, yeah. Yep. So check it out, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, annakennedy.co. All right. Yeah. Nice. Well, thanks, Sean. Thank you, Anna. It's good talking. Good. Yes. Yeah. Until next time. Until next time. Bye. Bye.